What are you watching? Hey, what are you reading? Tell me, what are you loving this week? What are you putting in your ears? Welcome to The Box. I'm Charity. I'm Crystal. I'm Rebecca. On The Box, we talk about all the media we love, old and new. Here are hottest takes on the classic movies, new TV shows, our favorite podcasts, and what we downloaded this week. Subscribe on iTunes at HSPN The Box or wherever you get your podcasts to hear us every week. And don't forget, too much TV will rot your brain. A proud member of the Hello Sweetie Podcast Network. Not according to the internet. Where on the internet? Dax, it's time for your bath. But I miss my show. Don't argue with me, you man. Just do it. This is our dad. I'm the professor. Yeah, he made us in his laboratory by accident. Don't worry, professor. I was an accident, too. You're my children, and I love you, but you're all terrible. Should pick it up pretty good. We were using this last night in panels, so okay, it seemed to work pretty good. Awesome. So hey guys, it's Dr. Sarah here. I am here with Amy, one of the vendors at uh, vendors <laughs> at Salt Lake Gaming Con this year, um, and we're here to talk to her about a foundation that she and her your husband created in memory of your son. Correct. Yes. So tell us a little bit more about that. So uh, it's actually my husband is Devin's stepdad, and we played Dungeons and Dragons as a family. Um, he has an older sister, and so we played. We had some. My brother-in-law and his wife played with us. Um, some of the kids that came up, some Devin's friends, would come play on occasion with us. And they started to talk, uh, Devin and his stepdad, about the power of game to change how things work. So they were they were doing, um, we have, uh, Nick's sister has 10 foster kids, so she's incredible. And we were talking about how that could help them to kind of navigate some of the stuff that they're dealing with in a way that they didn't have to actually say this hurts or this sucks or this is ugly and I'm afraid they could build situations, build people that were the best parts of themselves that they believed in and watch those people become even more amazing, more believable. Mm -hmm. And um, when Devin died last year uh, from suicide, he was an advocate for suicide prevention. He was an advocate for kids. We knew something was wrong. You don't lose a kid like that if it's as simple as having hope and and just saying, you know, I'm gonna stay alive, there's clearly something more to it. Um, we decided that was how we would honor him. That we would say, you know, we're gonna fight back by getting this way earlier on, by talking to kids at the very beginning, by creating positive mental health for young people, and then also working with adults to make sure they're balancing, that they're getting out the things that are scary and frustrating. Um, and I, I hit up some friends and said, does anyone know who fits the bill for a psychologist or psych, you know, someone working in psychology who also plays D&D that can help us create a system or an understanding that DMs can use? And she sent me to this incredible professor, Matt Draper, at UVU down in Utah County. And he and his students, um, his research assistant students, wrote this brilliant program. And we've all participated in creating creatures um, that that have things to them, weight and heaviness and isolation and darkness and things that we face in real life. Um, and then we've created consequences for behaviors that 
when when you get up from the table, those consequences just stay in the world. They don't affect your real life, but you still learn a lesson. If you're going to talk to someone, be honest or don't be honest or whatever lesson you need to learn in that moment. Um, don't blow up whole towns full of people because maybe one of them has the key to your, <laughs> to your solution. Quest, right? yeah. And if you've taken out the whole town, there are consequences. Yeah. So how long have you been developing this now for? We actually haven't been working on it for very long. I mean, we've been we've been talking about it as a family since before Devin died. But when we went to the professor, that was, I think, three months ago. And there is a group of 20 students and Matt Draper and a couple other staff members at UVU working on this so rapidly because it's so important to everyone involved. As soon as we figured it out and sat down and talked, it just it just went crazy um we we actually brought it up with demolition games um asked for their support and then it it was like boom bang just exploded. here's the program now we're working on the the monsters that's that's part of the the part of being here we were anticipating coming here and in, in search of like just kind of support and finding people in the community and we we were way past that, which That's was incredible. Awesome. That's awesome. What are your plans for releasing this in the future? I think the, the really big thing is community play. Okay. I mean, there are a lot of, of really great opportunities to... Suicide is a scary word. We don't like to say it. We especially don't like to say it when it comes to our young people. But the, the truth of the matter is our young people, um, the very end of, of teenagerhood into the very beginning of adulthood, they're the most at-risk group. And the numbers are insane. You are more likely to lose your child to suicide than most other things that you worry about. Um, it is one of the, it's the second leading cause of death in Utah among young people. And so we, we want the word to not become okay, but to become normal. We want saying my brain is doing weird things to be as normal as I have a sick stomach or my heart is doing weird pattering. Um, so we want to get the conversation about mental health and suicidal thoughts into a, a healthy frame where we can talk about it and get help immediately. We want medical workers to respond um, with kindness and on the side of the person who's in trouble mm -hmm. rather than with fear and against them, like that's something they're doing to themselves. Absolutely. And, and then we want to play. We want to get out in the community. We want to sit down at tables and we want to have fun. Like healthy positive thinking is a really important part of it. It's not to discredit that that's a, a vital part. And Dungeons and Dragons is rad. Right? It really is. Yeah, it is <laughs> seriously incredible and the things you can do with it are incredible. So I think that's our, our focus is really sit down, have fun, but also we are going to fight awesome. and we are going to fight hard. So if people want to get in touch with you, where can they find the information for this program? So we did all the, the classics. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, um, on on Instagram, we'll have a um, Snapchat account set up soon. We also have the website devondragons.org. Okay. Um, Devin spelled with a U, so it's D-E-V-U-N. I'll, sure I'll put all the links in the thing. Yeah, so everybody um, knows. <laughs> we named him after a snowboarder. Little little did we know that would <laughs> that would drive him crazy for most of his oh. life. But um, but it's it's online on the Devon's Dragons website. Like I said, we're just starting up. So if people are coming right now, they're they're coming to test play and to get involved and to spread the word and to share their thoughts, play games and tell us how they went awesome. and, and learn and create monsters with us. So 
so right now is an awesome time if they're, especially if they're interested in, in doing something like this kind of from the ground up. Um, over the next couple of months, then we'll have Perfect. some more stable stuff they can come just play and be Fantastic. a part of. Fantastic. Well, Geek Parenting would certainly like to be a part of that and help get the word out as well. So, yeah. Amy, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to just talk to me about the program today, and I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. This is no huge for us. I really am grateful. No problem. Fantastic. And we're recording. Absolutely. And I'm going to put that more. Consent. I, do I have everybody's consent to record this conversation? No, yeah, that's fine. Okay. A little, a little yeah. it, That's kind of an <laughs> ongoing inside joke. All right. Anyway, welcome to this wonderful panel called Level Up Learning. I am the moderator slash somewhat panelist for this one. Uh, my name is Dr. Sarah. You can find me on Geek Parenting Podcast or Another Mom Best. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me. Let's just go down the line and you guys can introduce yourselves as well. So Alex? Hello, I'm Alex Springer. Um, let's see, I, I write for Salt Lake City Weekly. I, I write about food, but I also have a uh, background in education. Uh, and I'm on the Twitters at, at Captain Springer. And you can read my stuff at cityweekly.net. Is it .net or .com? One of those two. Anyway, and Alex glad to be here. Lunchtime D&D. Yes, Lunchtime D&D is great. Yes. Mm -hmm. Cool. <coughs> I am Sheena Van Cotton, new to the Geek Parenting Podcast family, and I'm on Facebook, Sheena Van Cott, and most of all other platforms at Big to the Red, whether it's a T-O or a number two, you can find me there. Um, oh, and Big Shiny Robot as well, a contributing writer there. There you go. All right. I am Johnny Twirl. I am on Geek Parenting Podcast. This is my fifth podcast since I've started. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, and Instagram. Why well, it's a lot of one. You can also find me on Instagram. Settle down. It's not a Coors. There's a <laughs> underscore between each word. What are you drinking right now? I am drinking a Michelob Ultra because I got to do this. Hey, it's not a Coors. <laughs> uh, but mostly, you can find me in the bushes outside of your house. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's who, where who's out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I know now. <laughs> it's me. Yes. Your pizza guy knows. Yeah. <laughs> I'm David Kiefer. I'm a dad. <laughs> I work in tech support, so I'm a tech geek. So turn it off, mom. Yeah. yeah. 15 seconds. Well, more than that, but you can find me at most of my social media is set to private for personal reasons, but Twitter is not Captain Oswald and zero T Captain Oswald. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, guys, we're here to talk today about. How we use games either to teach our kids things or teach them lessons or even teach ourselves lessons. So I just want you to kind of start, tell me about the games that you play with your kids. And it can be everything from hide and seek to, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so I, I have, uh, she's going to be two in, in July, so we're not, not quite there. Although she does like to watch me play video games, which I appreciate. That's how it all starts. <laughs> yeah. But what what I have noticed is that she's super into Legos, and uh, so we've got a bunch of Duplo sets for her. And one of my favorite things was watching her uh, figure out how to stack them up. Because at first she would just make big stacks of whatever, but then now I can kind of see she's making houses and making cars, and like at least that's what she's calling them. So like I like to see um, that her imagination is kind of developing and I, I, I and that's cool for me because I grew up playing with Legos too so uh, as far as games um, I think that that's also helping her imagination out as well like that's just because 
I, you know, I was, uh, I'm trying to think about the last one that we checked out, but like, I think it's kind of good to, we were playing uh, like Batman Arkham Asylum and I was kind of talking to her about how it's kind of scary. And I was asking her if it was, it was too scary for her, but she actually, she recognized that it was scary, but that it was like fun scary. And I thought that that was a good sort of distinction to make too early on. And I think games kind of help you with that. They, they, so anyway, that's my most recent memories. I'll, I'll kind of keep thinking, but yeah. Sheena, what do you do with your kiddos? My uh, my kids are obsessed with Minecraft, which I've talked a little bit about before, and they, I'm not personally, like, I've played it and it's fun, but I like real Legos, where I think Minecraft is kind of like a digital Lego, and I prefer, like, Lego, actual Lego sets, and even if they're the big ones, I don't really care either way, but uh, Molly, my daughter, is really big into Minecraft, and then she likes to actually watch me play games. But lately, we've been playing with our girls uh, a game called Overcooked, mm -hmm. and it's like it's like Diner Dash, but kind of more modern and more kid friendly. And you can play with like multiple people, or you know. So we've got four players usually at a time, and our kids don't know squat on what to do. They run sporadically all over the place and they get in the way probably more than they help but it's kind of nice because it's it's a learning experience I think for them to be like if you can't know where to go in the kitchen and get out mm -hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> too many cooks in the kitchen <laughs> too many cooks no but it's it's pretty fun game so mm -hmm. for those parents looking for more stuff to kind of play platform with your kids overcooked is phenomenal but um so that's our current obsession overcooked Johnny how about you I know we've talked about this a lot before but what are some uh, well, of the things you've been doing lately? Well, uh, lately I've gotten my kids into Pokemon Let's Go. They're, they're actually finally starting to learn about Pokemon. Uh, they are 11 and almost 9. But my experience with parenting and gaming goes back to the Nintendo 64. Mm -hmm. um, I, my, my son was 2. He's 23 now. And I would just... It was such a friendly game, I could just get him into a world, give him the controller, and let him figure it out. What game did you give him first? Uh, Mario 64. So he would just run around, and he, it's, it's so funny, he would just sit there and let Mario, he would stop and put the controller down and watch Mario sit down and fall asleep, and he thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and now he plays games I wouldn't dare touch, like Dark Souls. I'm like, no, oh God. Brutal. wouldn't do it. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I try to uh, encourage them, but I don't encourage them to uh, play what I play. I want them to play what they like. My girls have played everything from Diner Dash to Cooking Mama. I love Cooking Mama. And that's great. You know, mm -hmm. they, they loved Animal Crossing. You know, I'll play that with them. We'll visit, visit each other's towns. But mostly I just want them to have fun and enjoy themselves. But uh, with all of them, even going back to the Nintendo 64, all of my kids for the platform that they've had have had, uh, when they were really little, Sesame Street games, you know, numbers, mm -hmm. letters, you know, all that. Uh, so I, I try to keep it pseudo-educational. So here's the thing, though. That is gaming. Like, yeah. like I work in instructional design, so any time that we can turn learning into a game, it makes it ten times easier for them to retain that information. So I think that's why we see so many ABC Mouses and Starfall and PBS doing educational-type games. Because even though they're playing, right. they're still learning. And well, that's how and people And when they learn. find the right kid, it works. My 11-year-old yeah. was reading pretty well because, you know, we, we got her the subscription to ABC now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How about you, David? So I started Allie and my other daughter off with Leapfrog. 
Oh yeah, they yep. stopped. Yeah. They lost their lead frosts yeah. until they grew too old for them, and yep. we moved them <laughs> to the DS. Mm-hmm. And now we're playing a lot. We're playing. My younger daughter loves Overwatch. They love to play uh, Overcooked together. Mm-hmm. We also love to play um, Super Mario Party. It's a great one to play with That's family. Amazing, yeah. mm-hmm. They they learn like they learn to predict where they're gonna move with that. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. It's very good. I mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't play most of the time, so overcooked. Yeah. So with Lily, you know, like a, a lot of you already know, she's kind of into the scarier type of games. So we play things like Bendy and the Ink Machine and Frando. And for her, those games can be pretty difficult for her age group. Um, so when she gets to a point where she gets frustrated, I think it's it's been a great learning tool for me to teach her, hey, you know what, things don't always work out. You don't give up. Do you guys have games that your kids have been really frustrated with that they've kind of learned that lesson where, hey, I just need to keep trying? What games were they in? How did your kids react? Um, I think that would just kind of go back to Legos with 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 Junie. Um, well, even with blocks. I mean, you yeah. knock them over. You yeah. Uh, she actually loves to just build things and then knock them over. So right now, that's where she <laughs> is. Like but my boyfriend's kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I can definitely, and I guess it's it's kind of coming through with drawing as well. I can definitely like see that she's working out, like sh- that she has an idea of what she wants something to look like, and then she'll get a little bit frustrated that like the motor skills just aren't quite there to make it what she wants. And so I can kind of tell there's that. But at the f- same time, I think it's been good to kind of what I what I've been trying to do is just like pay attention to the fact that she's trying to make something that's it. Because like I think most if you're in a, anyone in a creative field would say that that it's kind of hard to take something in your mind and put it in, out, whether it's drawing or writing or whatever. And so I guess being able to keep trying until you get to that point is something that we've kind of talked a little bit about. But um, I think right now I'm just happy that she's coming up with ideas and that she has sort of like that she likes to put that out on paper or try to build it with Legos or try to even talk about it which has kind of been interesting so yeah I think for, for me Legos have kind of helped with that yeah my daughter's struggle I've mentioned it before is that uh, she plays Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Switch and she mm-hmm. this is when I hear her curse the most <laughs> how old is she again? Eight? she's eight but she'll she, so she, it's like she encounters a mountain and she thinks she has to climb it. And if you've played Zelda Breath of the Wild, you know that you only have so long before you end up just falling just to death. Just right? right. mm-hmm. so she, <laughs> So she'll go and she'll see a mountain and she'll climb it. And I'm like, she'll keep falling to her demise and she just gets so frustrated. She has cried several occasions, that and Cuphead. Oh, Cuphead. Where she dies constantly, and I'm like, look, girl, I grew up playing Super Mario, and I died constantly. Or old school Zelda, where you get three lives, and then you're done. Yeah, but you just, you have to keep, I told her, you don't just play, and well, for most of us, I would say, you don't just play these games, and you're just like, bam, 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 you're good at it, and it's great, but she doesn't understand that concept of, like, you have to practice before Mm -hmm. you get really good at it, and so I told her, I said, do you think I play Cuphead without dying? Because that's not a thing. I die constantly mm-hmm. playing that game. 
I love the animation though, so I keep going and right? I keep trying and I keep playing great it. Game. Cuphead yeah, is the only game, game. I ever I have a friend who streams, and Cuphead is the only game I've ever seen him have to get up and walk away from his <laughs> yeah. lightsaber. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I, um, I'm just it's about to walk so away. Like, it, it, it can be, it broken. is far more yeah. frustrating than I want I to think like Super those games Mario. more than I do. But oh, <laughs> no, yeah. Well, especially with Cuphead because they drew. It's so cool. All of it. It's so cool. I mean, cool. it is a phenomenal game. The animation in that game. That's is a game you so give to your kid good. if you want to teach them patience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, my kid has none. So mm -hmm. or if you want an excuse to buy a I'm trying, right. I'm trying yeah. to give her more. Yeah, I'm trying to give and her more. Uh, and a new I don't TV. Know. Yeah. I'm her cheerleader when she plays these games yeah. because That's a good she gets one. so frustrated and. I mean, yeah. a, a lot of the modern games, like Lily has played Breath of the Wild too, and she'll get yeah. upset too. Mostly, she just likes to try to kill the chickens and make them attack her. Yeah, that so, sounds you know, like my she's boyfriend's that daughter too. My boyfriend's funny. daughter is a destructive little thing. Yeah. she <laughs> loves to just destroy things. I don't know what her deal is, but yeah. How about you, Johnny? What do your have your kids played any games where they've kind of gotten frustrated, and how did you deal with that? Oh yeah, my my son was really uh, had an issue with that, but obviously, I mean, I think he's uh, learned both through trial and error and literally through buying new controllers because <laughs> he's 23 so he yeah. had a job and yeah he's, he's replaced at least two controllers yeah i've had to replace one for, Lil for lily throwing it so so uh, you know that's a good uh, lesson and with, with my girls it's the same thing they'll try and they'll fail and i'll be like well this is what you need to do and if you can't do it you need to figure out how to do it you know mm -hmm. if i can do it for you what's the point and it's funny to watch them play, uh, like Breath of the Wild. The older one will play because she's just more adept at the, the gameplay, and the younger one will sit and watch and soak everything in, and give really great suggestions. And you know, as a team, they, they actually work it out pretty well. And I think that's cool. I never intended for that to happen, but it's great to watch. Yeah. How about you, David? So, my my daughters really like to play games together. I encourage it just because there's times where they add each other's jokes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, how and do you make that happen? Because I have two girls that do a not lot of get along when they play Minecraft. Well, that's why I that's why I <laughs> have them play together is to get them to get along. Yeah. Yep. And that's one of the big lessons they they learn, and they learn that they have to get along. Like they they'll play Disney Infinity, and one person will run off to do one thing, and the other one will get frustrated. But you gotta you gotta work together to along yeah. with that. Yeah. That's interesting that you bring that up because with Lily, she's also very into Minecraft. And she loves it when I play with her, but I get so bored with it. Yeah. So eventually when she said, well, why don't we play survival mode? I said, okay, let's do that. And so she learned very quickly that if she was going to try and kill me in survival mode, I was not going to help her build her house. <laughs> so I said, you need to cooperate with me. Let's go mine together. Let's build things. And she learned very quickly that cooperation actually gets you a lot further than yeah. Just trying to have fun and beat everybody up. So, yeah, I, I think that's a, life it, lesson. It's an incredibly important life lesson. Yeah. And she learned very quickly that I am not going to protect you from zombies if you keep <laughs> stabbing me with a diamond sword. <laughs> See, and I feel like I'm kind of a jerk parent because I, I'll, I'll play a game with my kid, and if it's any sort of competition, mm -hmm. I'm not the type of parent that's like, oh, I'm going to let her win so she <laughs> can feel big. Yeah. I, I will... <laughs> destroy my child. Well, and I think games. that's that's the difference between Minecraft survival mode is you're working together. Yeah. If I'm playing Mario Kart with her, forget it. Oh, I will, yeah, I no, will I wipe her. Win. I yeah. will wipe Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mario Party, like, I'm like, I got all the stars, yeah. and I could care Smash less. Brothers, I'm sorry, Smash I'm not, yeah. not going to let Smash you Smash Brothers, like, no, I'm, I'm going to beat 
And I think that's a huge part, is our kids need to know, they need to learn that they're not going to win all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because if they turn on Overwatch, it's, you know, no one's going to take it easy on them. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think it's kind of helpful for them to see that, like, that that can be a learning experience. Because when you're saying that, it makes me think of Paime from Kill Bill, how you've got this, like, harsh sensei who's like not going to give you an inch it's but not if an easy thing, but yeah. then but then you learn so much more from that sensei rather so anyway that's what and that's great you. that's a great point well you learn more from the whole reason yeah you learn from your mistakes you learn that's the whole reason i allow my kid to get beat sometimes as far as whether it's playing with me or yeah. my mm-hmm. boyfriend who's a far superior gamer i think and and even his kid who has pretty much been raised in gaming because my boyfriend works from home Mm -hmm. so she's home all the time especially during the summer and so that's all that girl knows how to do so when my daughter and her daughter get together which we all live together now it's it can be like button heads you know and so it's I think it's good though for my daughter because she's not raised in that same way Mm -hmm. that that there's going to be times where you get beat but I've always raised her with that anyway so anytime Mm -hmm. her and I have ever gamed together it's been just, you know, you're not going to win every game. You're mm-hmm. not going to win all the time. You, and this, so that's a great example of how to teach a child some yeah. sort of life, you know, skill or whatever. Well, just to cope with losing or to it's, cope. is yeah. huge. Like, I mean, that's, Except that there will be yeah. losses, yeah. Well, and when you got to teach your kid, you know, a little later in life, they get, they get older, they got to learn about your own biology. Boom, leisure suit Larry. Leisure suit Larry. <laughs> 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 I love that no, Daddy, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Stefan. Are you telling me you're playing Magna Cum Laude with your kids? <laughs> that was the new one. I haven't bought that one yet. I haven't bought the new oh, one. Oh, man. I loved it, though, when I was younger. PS2, woo. So, David, do you, have your kids learned any lessons like that? Have they have they learned to fail? Have they? Yeah. How do you deal with it when oh, they get frustrated? Oh yeah, they. Sometimes they gotta. I I let them throw their tantrums. Mm-hmm. Just put them in their room and say, "When you're done, come talk to me." Because it's they, they, life's not gonna coddle our kids, so we shouldn't be coddling them either. Yeah. The other night I was playing online Fortnite with Allie, and. She got killed within the first three seconds, and she was mad. Had <laughs> 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 to tell everyone. Thanks, and Dad. It just you have to you have to learn that people aren't just gonna let you do it. Mm-hmm. You you've got to be you've got to improve yourself to get what you want. It's and about practicing those skills mm-hmm. and getting better. I mean, yeah. even as adults, I think we still struggle with getting better at what we're we're doing every day. Not just in video games, but you know, even our own skills and our careers and things like yeah. that. Yeah, I wish yeah. I was automatically a great cinematographer, but right. that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys, so if your kids are getting frustrated, do you ever take the controller from them and take over and say, okay, I'll finish this for you? I help them talk it through. I'm like, yeah. you know, I let them know, hey, what you're feeling is absolutely valid, and mm-hmm. it's okay to feel that. Mm-hmm. The important thing is what you do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, try, I try to teach them, you know, to, to be aware of their emotion and what they should do with it. Well, and I try to tell my daughter, like, take a break if you need to. I don't want you to give up, but I want you to take a break so you can mm-hmm. kind of calm down, collect yourself. But again, understand that, that when you're playing a video game and you die or something doesn't go the way you want it to hey, go. it's not permanent. That's right. not forever. You yeah. can still, you have another, you get another that's chance. That's the great thing. Is she'll, she'll do Cuphead and she'll get, they'll show you your progress bar. You know, yeah. when you die, it's like, this is how far you got. 
and you almost made it, but then it's almost like a rub in your face a little yeah. bit. So I get it. And I told her, <laughs> even as a grown, a grown woman, I totally have that same feeling. Like, you stop telling me how far I've made it in this game because that's just more frustrating. So I've had those feelings, and mm -hmm. I've had to explain to her, like, that's, that's what happens. But that's the great thing is now you can do it all over again. And she sees and it as try a again. negative thing. It's and about getting like, better and better. Yeah, you got to get better and better at it. Now you know what progress. to expect. Yeah, it's, it's about progress. Or, uh, or I'll teach them, especially with the uh, the Pokemon game. You know, they're, when they're fighting something that they have a, that you're supposed to be, uh, be able to catch one time. I'm like, save beforehand. Mm -hmm. and if you fail, you just gotta do it again. Yeah. That's a lesson we all need to teach our kids: save yeah. early and often. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or auto. Especially since they're taking Mr. Rossetti out of Animal Crossing. Oh. <laughs> Boo. Don't need to play that. So, do you guys use games in other ways? So, for instance, with Lily, she's learning to read now. So, she, I have been making her read the, the conversations that we have. We've been playing Fran Bow a lot. That's kind of one of her favorite games right now. And it's very heavy on the text. And so, I've been telling her, I'm not going to read this. You need to read the conversation. And you need to decide what answer you want to do based on your reading. So, have you guys ever used games like that to help teach your kids things like reading or math or anything like that? Yeah, June is a bit too yeah, young for those. Yeah, that. so you're just um, building Legos at this point. Yeah, right now it's kind of <laughs> we're just feeling out the environment, and uh, I'm kind of just making some mental notes about. <laughs> but that's for sure. I mean, that would have helped me get better at math as a kid. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, if she likes the scary things, Frambo is a little terrifying mm -hmm, okay. for grownups, yeah. but it's great in terms of storytelling and. See, and that's text. that's I think that would be I like. I just thinking back on my own childhood, like text-based games mm -hmm. helped me out a t help build my vocabulary. Organ Trail. Like, Let's oh talk about Organ Trail. Yeah. What about dysentery. Dysentery. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, uh, always so. Get dysentery. So that's definitely on my radar for when she's getting a little bit more uh, mm -hmm. like literate. But yeah. Did anybody ever play Mixed Up Mother Goose? On no. The PC I don't game? remember that. This was like a floppy. Yes, this was like a floppy disk game, and I and you had to go through, and you had to find. Oh, yeah. So like. The, the plum that you pull out with your thumb or whatever was like off in the distance. You had to find the plum or, you know, and s stuff like that. Or uh, Humpty Dumpty's missing a piece, so you have to go find the piece. Or, I mean, it was one of those things where you type turn left or you type, mm -hmm. you know, which direction you have to go. That was one of the old school It was old, like old school games. Uh, we did it in computer class, like when I was in elementary school. So it was, but it was really cool because you had to go put all these. Um, what are they called? Uh, nursery rhymes back like together. together. I don't know why I brain fart so much as I do, but anyway, so it was really fun. But so games like that, and even like Zelda, has had where there's story behind it. My yeah. boyfriend's daughter is seven, and she'll go, she'll go like she'll mash the button just to get through the text. Mm -hmm. But my daughter has always been one of the types of people who will, she will sit and read every last mm -hmm. bit. And so they'll play together, and that's one where they butt heads. Is that Alice will like she'll Wanna. skip through stuff. And Molly's like, well, I was reading that. I was reading that. What are you doing? I was reading it. And I'm like, Alice, like, chill out. You know, you need to calm down and read their stories. Like, this is stuff mm -hmm. people put a lot of work into. And so I, I try to get Alice to chill out. And with that's it. a good lesson to teach our kids too. Is that there and are can help there are reading that I mean, there are a lot of people who work very hard on these to make they them do. fantastic yeah. and tell us really good stories. Yeah. Um, that they need to appreciate and save through the credits for. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, I was or, a button masher. Or my, uh, <laughs> or my kids will ask me, "How do I do this?" I was like, "I don't know. I retain nothing. Once, once I've done it, it's yeah, it's gone. It's you gone. need to figure yeah, it out. You figure yeah. it out. You Google yeah. it. 
Now I'm too old to remember stuff. Like you have Google. <laughs> when I was a kid, we didn't have that luxury. We didn't mm-hmm. have Google to be able to. We get just had the kid things. whose uncle worked at Nintendo. <laughs> 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 or a home-built computer, which is what I played Mix Up Mother Goose. Oh you guys are talking about situation in the game. You figure it out. Figure, figure it out. Well, see, with Lily, for Benty and the Ink Machine, she will play through most of it, but there are certain parts because we've played it several times. You know, there's certain parts that she just doesn't like to play, and yeah. so she's like, "Well, you do this part for me." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay," because she's done most of it. For what? For what reason? It's usually parts where Bendy is chasing you and she doesn't seem to oh, think she's like, fast enough. I don't go so, to houses. I don't so like yeah, to go to usually it's usually <laughs> well, it's she'll figure out everything I else. But yeah, oh, you were a chainsaw guy. Punch is something I just learned about. <laughs> wow. I was stereotyped. I was typecast. The worst is when it's a chainsaw clown. Oh, no, God. I was Leatherface. Oh well, probably not then. So when you guys were growing up, thinking back to the games you played as kids, did they teach you anything? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that? I think that's a, that's a stereotypical <clears throat> answer. I think, but yeah. it's really very true. I think yeah. that I wouldn't. I think I'm a better aimer. Yeah, <laughs> that's I silly. Think I think I aim better now. I, I learned don't trust LJN. That's what I learned. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> they made some of the worst Nintendo games. Oh, the one that made Dueling Oh, they made I think basketball. a game called Sea Across. Anyway, no, Andrew, we can talk about that later. Yeah, it was yeah. really stupid, but... Oh, and you mentioned Bendy. I was going to mention to you, has your daughter played uh, Binding of Isaac? No. no. <laughs> I've if she likes time. the dark games, oh, that's yeah? one that she would love. That's like, a spooky I, one. My, set, my, mm-hmm. my boyfriend's daughter, seven-year-old, loves it, and it's it's it's, it's, kinda it's cute kind spooky. of a running cute gun, spooky? but it's That's cute what Frambo spooky. is. Frambo yeah. is cute spooky. But there is some graphic crap. In yeah, a little like, heavier oh, on the spooky. Oh, yeah. Like Frambo, there's a fetus that you find, and there's blood, that's gore. So she would... She would love Binding of Isaac. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's one that that's my boyfriend's daughter How about Undertale? Have you guys played Undertale with your kids? I have not played Undertale. Oh, my goodness. Y'all need oh, to my, get Undertale. My, my kids are very <laughs> sensitive to anything that's even like remotely spooky. They would like oh. Undertale. Undertale is kind of an old-school RPG, more like Zelda, kind of the original Zelda you play on your PC. If, it, if it's any spookier than, like, Monster High, they're not having it. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's not even yeah, that's that's Period. <laughs> What are your favorite games to play with your kids on a day-to-day basis or once in a while? Junie likes the superheroes. I have, so I play, I, um, I'm kind of going back and forth between the Batman Arkham games, because you really like Batman, and also the Spider-Man uh, game on PS4 that, that's really, that's, it's funny playing those back-to-back, by the way, because they're kind of similar, but one, oh, Spider-Man's just so colorful. Oh, and Spider-Man's amazing. It's like whiplash going between the two, but yeah. anyway, she likes both of those because she kind of likes those two heroes and she really has like the I have like a Lego Batman game that she really likes mm-hmm. she, Lego Batman's one of the best I was going to say yeah. that's my, literally any of the Lego yeah. games yeah they're great jam. yeah um, Lego games Mario Kart Mario Party she Lego was Mario cheering Stats. me on when I was playing Frostbite. XCOM 2 the, early oh. on like well because it was I was kind of explaining how it's you know it's kind of turn based so you try to set up your shot and whatever so I kind of explain, okay, there's these guys we're trying to get rid of, and so any, if I would land a shot, she would start cheering. She's like, "Yeah, we did it!" So that was kind of fun. But and I actually yeah. need more recommendations of games to play with my daughter, or daughters, I should say, my boyfriend's girl. So they're close in age, and so they love kind of all the same stuff. And so send them to me. I need more. How about you, David? Stuff. Johnny. Mm-hmm. Like I, we love to play Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. We play Mario Party a lot. There are times where we'll get on Fortnite together. We'll. Billy um, and I do Overwatch a lot together. A lot. 
Overwatch is harder because it's one person on the TV, mm-hmm. and they're Allie and Addison are older. It's they want to play, so mm-hmm. like I'll sit and watch when they play and talk them through some things. Like where's a good spot to to, to hide? To hide? Or yeah. What you need to do with the the tank or with the healer or things like that. But it for us it for us it's a little that's a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do like to play card games a lot together. Uno is one of our favorite. Oh, well, Uno is a big one favorites. in our family too. Yep. Um, I love to play Munchkin, and I'm teaching him how to play Munchkin. I now. haven't played Munchkin I yet. But let's 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 talk a little bit about board games and, and card games. Yeah, I was awesome. just gonna say, uh, my kids are, are in a. They are always down to play, uh, Life, which yep. has never been my favorite, but I'll play it with them. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Oh, exploding kittens. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Talk about a game where you have to learn patience and <laughs> not be mad at people. Yeah, speaking of that, my do- she, Allie is really excited for this new one that's coming out. Girl, girl, be real. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Now, see, Exploding Kittens, I used to play, we used to play that at work at Willis Towers. Lots of my job before yeah, now. I've, I haven't so, got them the not safe for work version, obviously. Oh, don't get them the not safe for work version. I've got that one. It's definitely not. <laughs> Exploding Kittens is like, Let's that game is ridiculous in terms of how fast it is. You have mm-hmm. to think fast. You Like, I people win like play. this, and like you just yeah. have to let it go and go to the next round. Yeah. Uh, Apples by Apples is kind of a game yeah. that I, yeah. the kids yeah. love. We played it a lot in South Carolina. Lily lately has been all about trouble. She loves trouble yeah. because she likes to knock people back to the house. <laughs> and she's I good imagine. at it. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Wen. Wee. I actually really loved Mousetrap though. Mousetrap, Mousetrap was was but up until we lost pieces. Mousetrap was one of my favorite board games, so of course I had it up until recently. We got rid of because it was missing things. With, with my son who's 23 and my daughter who is 11, they both like to play the the DC deck building game. Ooh. So mm-hmm. I'm always down to play that. I have most all of the sets so far. Yeah. So that's fun. How about you, Alex? Um, well, we were actually kind of exploring those, like, kind of... L- Streets and ladders. Yeah, well, how the, I can't remember the name Streets of this game we just looked at, but it was, uh, it was uh, had these, like, wooden, colorful fruits. Is that what it is? Yeah. It might be. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, but basically, it looks it's like a sorting game where each fruit is kind of a color, and you're just supposed to sort them by color. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is perfect. perfect for her. So, like, there's a surprising amount of, of games oh. that are kind of, like, entry-level board games for... Mm-hmm. Kids there's ones age, you might yeah. like uh, if you go to uh, I know Demolition Games has had it because that's where I got it you know local shop I'll plug mm-hmm. them for no reason but there was one called I think it's Feed the Kittens oh, and okay. it's pretty easy yeah you know. I didn't think we were just at um, I think we were at o- Oasis recently we were just kind of looking around and we were kind of amazed at their section of like Oasis has mm-hmm. a Oasis killer yeah. Well, yeah. And, their, and their staff mm-hmm. knows yeah. which yeah. is really nice and well, it's a huge place for tabletop gaming yeah so we were there looking for something for ourselves but then we just kind of like peeked into the that section for younger players and man there's a lot so we we're kind of just now our we're trying to narrow it down to like the one that we want to get so <laughs> yeah but so we've got about 10 15 minutes left i want to open it if any of you have any questions for us as panelists uh feel free to raise your hand at any time um uh, but we can just keep having this conversation yeah, Mario, ask some questions. <laughs> I'm looking at you. On. She's Pressure's taking notes because she's getting ready to be, be a mom. 
So for the third time. For the third time. <laughs> well, still, it's still. It's still. It's still. Again. Hey, it's a brand new war zone. Then you've got to add one. Okay, I so think. I do actually have a question. Okay. So she spawn is five. Baby Hulk turns four in three weeks. Um, they play Minecraft on their Raspberry Pis, but it's the limited version. Mm -hmm. So they each play on their own computer. What would you suggest is the best console game? Like I'm thinking maybe a Wii, because then they can both play together, get kind of physical in the game. I pers I'm personally all about PS4, but yeah. that's my... Uh, I think it's, it really for, just for depends. For approachability, the Wii is pretty easy. It's fairly mm -hmm. intuitive, especially for a younger player, and there's such a huge catalog of games because that system yeah. was mm -hmm. just massive at the time. Well, and is yeah. that one where you have to do, like, you have yeah. to do the... So that might be good just because they're active. Like, right. for my kids, they might need that. Yeah. The Switch <laughs> has that same, those same... The Switch does, too. Yeah, the Switch, okay. too. And they're porting a lot of the older games up to the Switch. It's basically a Wii U port. It is. <laughs> yeah. port. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was so also going to recommend the Switch because you can yeah. get the games like Smash Brothers, you can get Mario Party, Mario you can get Kart. Mario Kart. Yep. Well, and their, and their uh, eShop is getting more and more robust with what they... Yeah. Cuphead yeah. is on it now too. Minecraft is on it. Minecraft is on it as well. You can do multiplayer. Yeah, Nintendo's always felt like more family friendly. Yeah, they they like kind of they have their characters that everybody knows. I've always kind of felt that they're all like Disney in that regard. So like Mario and all of those characters. That I think that that's one thing that Nintendo definitely has. They've got that sort of. I don't know that it they're reminds more me balanced Disney, yeah. towards family. Yeah, it yeah. feels mm -hmm. like. Or, that, that's you know, always been their focus. That's, yeah, uh, that's always also kind of why I I'm a giant twelve year old. I well, love, we all I, I think all of us are probably everything. old enough that we grew up on either oh, the, the, the yeah, end that's, of yeah. Atari or Nintendo, Nintendo was our first Super yeah, Nintendo. console. Super Mario and Link were like. Yeah. I mean, I was clay shooting when I didn't know any better. Yeah, exactly. And I I still have my Nintendo sixty four, and Lily loves to play Ocarina of Time. Like she will just and I have that on my DS. Wander around. And chickens, you know. <laughs> my, my first PC game was Commander Keen, if anyone remembers that. I don't. <laughs> it was an id game that wasn't Doom. You old. Oh, that's another crazy thing. Is my I still love typing games. I still oh, Lily does too. Yeah, typing but games my are awesome. Stepdad has old school game, like old school I game, and she would sit and that. play that with him for hours. Yep. I played awesome. so, and yeah. I played I played Warcraft before World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah Warcraft Two was, was huge. Like, I was so into that. Oh, yeah. oh and then I played Starcraft, and then when the new Starcrafts came out, I was like, yes, because they mm -hmm. picked up back with the same story, and yeah, I tried to get my kid into it. It's so we've talked a little bit about the games we play with our kids, but let's talk about that bonding experience with our kids. Yep. How do you turn that time that you're gaming with them into a bonding experience? Because many times it is. Like I said, we're teaching them lessons. They're teaching us at the same time. Uh, I mean, I can't believe the amount of crap I know about Minecraft right now because Lily has shown me how to do it. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, I know how to make class now. Yeah, I didn't know they had portals yeah. in Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, you can go into the netherworld. I had to Google how to make it. I had to Google. Yeah. And I had to I'll stay out of your nethers if you stay out of my bushes. <laughs> <laughs> I've kind of found that just talking while playing is so so yes. it doesn't become because you can really easily turn a video game into just like a solo experience mm -hmm. where you're channeling everything out, yeah. and that's like okay like but but like if um if like Junie's in the room or even if like my <coughs> wife's in the room like I feel like I have to I, I, not that I'm like obligated to but I just feel like okay I'm just gonna be <laughs> more considerate to these people with me but like June has kind of gravitated towards that where where we'll talk through some stuff and she'll point out stuff that she notices and she'll tell me to like 
go do this and go do that and so i can kind of like play with around in that regard but it's also kind of useful to talk about like i mean like we talked about um i don't remember what it was but she was kind of scared of something that ended up being like nice like a nice thing so we kind of talked about how things that look scary can actually be kind of nice and then that ended up being a good conversation about outward appearances and stuff like that and like how you, you just because something is drawn or, or like animated in a scary way it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing and i think that's a helpful lesson like for a little kid to know mm-hmm. just to kind of like not to i not mean she will she'll probably will do that anyway but like the blood is kool-aid yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, but that's yeah just theory I've exactly yeah, yeah. I so just watch horror flicks because of that i had to but then life yeah yeah but that's a good point right or, or just kind of saying like you know it, it might be scary but we can just turn it off and that's it. So, yeah. yeah. Lily likes to narrate everything that she's playing. Yeah, so if, if she's playing Minecraft or Bendy, she's mm-hmm. narrating and making her own story oh, along yeah. with it. So my, young, my youngest does that. Yeah. And I feel bad because my boyfriend's daughter is that way, where she'll she'll either talk to herself. She don't care. She's like, yeah. whoever wants to listen, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you everything I'm doing on Minecraft. <laughs> this is what this is made of, and this is what this does. And then if she gets stuck, she'll ask. And like, and as much as I love. Um, being able to kind of be like, yeah, this is my attention I'm giving you, and that you're playing this game, and I'm and I'm watching you do that, or or I'm playing it with you. Overcooked is a blast, but then mm-hmm. we get to a point where we cannot progress because the kids won't listen. Mm-hmm. So like, Overcooked is really <laughs> it's fun, but at the Not same time, anymore. there's a limit I have of where I'm like, all right, that's as much as I can handle of you not taking instruction. I don't want to play anymore, mm-hmm. or you know, and, and, and that's, I'm that's a giant another child. lesson for our kids. But it to really learn. is, and it's not just a lesson for the kids; it's a lesson for the parents because I'm not a very patient person, and and being a parent, why would I do that? But I I love my kids, mm-hmm. but I have those moments where I'm like, I love to game, but these kids are ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> kids, yeah, are like I'm, I'm trying to progress to the villain. What are you doing? The big meatball wants to kill me, and I can't kill the meatball if you're not listening to how to cook things. So mm-hmm. it just happens, but it's it's a lesson for everyone. It's not just about that, but that's yeah. a way you can bond too. Is that it's a learning experience for everyone. It's exactly. not just the kids. I've uh, in, not intentionally taught my kids character building, as in you know not their character, but anytime I see a, a weird NPC or something, I will start making up a story or what I assume is in their head, mm-hmm. and it just comes out. <laughs> and they start doing that, and I'm like, oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> You're teaching them to be creative. Yeah, so yeah but that's maybe they are sitting for D&D. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we geek out over a lot of the same stuff. Like, I I introduced my daughter to Overwatch, and they love it. And mm-hmm. as we were walking the, the floor today, Allie's like, hey, look, Dad, there's Overwatch, Overwatch, Overwatch. Just geeking out over the same things. That was me with Fallout yeah. today. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and that's the, the great thing with Lily is she really picked up on Horizon Zero Dawn for some reason, and she actually ended up being far better at me than hunting. And she was just like, I would like, I needed rabbit pelts. She could go out and get all the rabbits she wanted. It's <laughs> like, why don't you just do this? You're like, just. It's not that easy. Like, give me that. Yeah, no, there. she she seriously was. Like, I could not believe how good she was at it. And that's another conversation I had with her is like, look, you're better than mom at some some things that you do. And I'm better oh than my, you at something. Yeah, my kids and that's are far superior. That's also where we can kind of go back and forth and share. Yeah. You had a question in the back? Okay.
Lily loves Skyrim, and like she yeah. just she doesn't care about the story. She just likes to explore yeah. and go hunting and things like that. So Skyrim, I think, is really good for kids who just want to get out there and explore. Probably the same with any of the Elder Scrolls games. Or Breath of the Wild. Oh, people, oh, yeah. yeah, Breath of the yeah, Wild. Yeah, that would be like the, my big my biggest pick. But yeah. or make sure they know that going around the mountain is okay. You don't <laughs> yeah, they have, don't have to, to climb to the mountain. Turn you on can master go mode around. And set your <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the golden Lionel. Or even like my daughter oh, loves. Oh God, the no. My daughter loves, and this is kind of a more adult game, but my daughter loves to watch me play Fallout. She loves. Fallout, yeah. She loves to watch me play Fallout, and it's funny because those the the ghouls will come at you and they'll try to kill you, and she she's like, all right, I'm done, and she'll check out. But but I have to tell her like, you know, this is a video game, right? This isn't real life happening. This isn't a webcam. This is yeah. this is a video game, you know. And I have to have that little mommy daughter conversation with her, but. But she, for some reason, she keeps coming back, and she'll watch me play Fallout. So and, and my seven-year-old's exactly the difference. She she loves Fallout, and she loves the zombies. So I think it's all about knowing your kids. Just yeah. show them you can romance Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> oh. no, no. I did it. I think any open-world game is accessible to kids because it's about exploring and discovering, right? Yeah. And that's what kids want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think you just really know have to know your kid and get to know the game first before you introduce yeah. them to it. Um, yeah, but I really think, yeah. yeah, and then having a conversation about the difference between this game and like reality, reality yeah. is always good because like that I, I've, I've I've always thought is important to yeah. kind of like make sure you're just having that conversation. Just the, the blood yeah. is cooler. That's I, I guess on the reality spectrum, though, for competition, I got my dad Skyrim and she's been playing for that. But um, like I got Breath of the Wild to be new, and then I I was just fooled by it too. And my kid, he played it, and he spent so much time doing an hour and I tried to play it. He's like, hey, go over there, there's a car coming. <laughs> Well, and that's the way Lily, with me, like, she has played Bendy and the Ink Machine so many times, she'll tell me where stuff is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you even remember this? Like, yep. No, my kid has a phenomenal memory when it comes to Minecraft, and I'm yeah. like, well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't play this, I'm just doing this for your amusement, not mm-hmm. mine, I'm playing it because you want me to. Yep. That's, that's how I am with Minecraft. And then I'm like, hey, I've got a big old box of Legos over here, do you want to go do that? And she's like, yeah, and we'll do the Legos. So it's kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's options, but yeah, I... I don't know anything about Minecraft, but my yeah. kid teaches me all the time. And then it's the same with Pokemon. Like, my boyfriend's daughter probably knows more than Pokemon than anyone in this room. Mm-hmm. That kid is, she blows my mind with how much she knows about Pokemon. Even through the Detective Pokemon, <laughs> Pikachu, yeah. the, the movie, she was just like, oh, there's da 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 da. And I'm just like, what? I don't, I don't what know. Are you talking about? What is that? I don't know anything about Pokemon. And she schools me on a regular basis with Pokemon. It's crazy. We've got about four minutes left. Does anybody have any other questions? James, I'm looking at you. Ask a question. Did you have a good question? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. You know the topic. <laughs> I don't know. So Do are there games your kids like to play that you just hate? And like when they ask you, you're just like, ugh. I think I've made that very clear. Minecraft? <laughs> Minecraft, yes. 
Yeah, I'm expecting it though. It'll happen. Yeah. It'll, yeah. it'll happen. Bendy, I, I'm at that point with Bendy and the Inquisition. I, I actually, I myself can't stand Binding of Isaac. I've recommended it because if <laughs> yeah. your daughter likes it, the dark stuff, then that's a good one. But Binding of Isaac, for me, I'm, I'm not into the gore though. Yeah. Like we've talked about the horror a little bit. And I I can't do it. And I think my kid is too young for that. But that's that's where I draw the line, I guess. But I, So I don't want my daughter to play it. So if she asks and I'm like, I'm not buying that. So that's why not. Mm-hmm. Little Big Planet. <gasps> you don't like it? But it's so I cute. I could never get into it. Oh my gosh. I feel okay. so insulted. <laughs> my daughters love it, but I can't. I can't. I love yeah. Little Big Planet. How about you, Johnny? Uh, that, that's why I got them a separate uh, Switch Console. Talk and TV. Yeah. Yeah. Go play that over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to watch you play. Go over there. Go do this. See, and that's why I, I also have Minecraft, multiple consoles. Though. So. Yeah. yeah, so we've got Minecraft on the Switch and Minecraft on the Xbox, so now if I don't want to have to watch there, I can just give her the Switch and say, no, we're not yeah. playing Minecraft, you play it on the Switch. See, and we have a two, we have two TVs set up in our living room, mm-hmm. so like my boyfriend and I can do them together, but also like, if we want to play Overcooked together, we can, and, and that's cool, like they'll be on this one, we'll be on this one, or we could all do it on one TV, but then there's always that other TV option. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, oh, I'm kind of sick of watching TV. Do the girls want to play something? So they'll play Minecraft, and then eventually I'll get really sick of it, and I'm like, okay, let's put TV on That's or awesome. something, you know. But it's nice to have multiple mm-hmm. TVs in the mm-hmm. living room to have that option of multiple things. Or the Switch is always good. Yeah. Take the Switch upstairs. You go play the Switch. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming. I'd like each of you to introduce yourselves again. We'll start at the end this time and move this way and tell us where we can find you. Uh, David Keeper. Uh, Twitter not Captain Oswalt. It's N zero T and then Captain Oswalt. <laughs> so uh, Johnny Tuero on Twitter and Instagram. White Enchilada one. That's the number one. Also on Instagram. Settle down. It's not a Coors. Uh, underscores in between each of those words. I'm also Sheena. on Geek Parenting Podcast. Oh yeah. On Geek Parenting Podcast. Uh, Sheena Vancott on Facebook. I'm the only one. And then there's Instagram, Twitter, and. Uh, Big Shiny Robot, uh, Sheena Vancott, and then Big to the Red is my usual, either B-I-G number two or B-I-G-T-O, and then also now Geek, sh- um, geek Parenting. I wish we were Geek Show. But I know, Geek Show. <laughs> I, t- I said Geek, and immediately that's I what know, comes I know, out. I do it all the time. <laughs> so Geek Parenting, and I'm obviously the rookie. So. Uh, and then I'm Alex Springer. Uh, you can read my food stuff on uh, in City Weekly. Um, it's cityweekly.net, or, or there's print issues every Thursday. Um, and you can find me at Captain Springer. Um, yeah, that's it. And you can also find me at Geek Parenting Podcast. We are all over the internet. Just put in Geek Parenting Podcast. You will find us. I'm also another mom mess on Instagram. And thank you so much for coming to our panel. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. Yay! Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.